0: Choices to You, we offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from, hot food delivered to
1: your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You, visit us online at choices you.com or call
0: 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out.
1: Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is presented by ChoicesToYou.com, the official restaurant delivery service of Business Radio X. Let ChoicesToYou.com bring the restaurant to you. Greetings and salutations, everyone. This is Stephen Julian, and I am here. It is Friday afternoon. It is 1 p.m. And I am here inside the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios, inside the beautiful Sonesta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. And I am here in front of a fantastic lunch delivered by ChoicesToYou.com today coming from Baby Al's Chicago Dog. Baby Al's located at 529 Indian Trail Road in Lilburn. You can check them out at BabyAls.com. You can call them 678-400-7571. They gave us Euro wraps. They gave us... Sandwiches they gave us Chicago hot dogs they gave us french fries, and we are
0: I feel like I cheated actually it's a it's a hot dog place or they're famous for those, yeah. and I had the fish sandwich so <laughs> A little off and, the beaten
1: pack. and but. just so you know, the fish sandwich comes with two pieces of yes. fish. Yes, <laughs> and I won't. And and Tiffany was very good, so you didn't cheat too much because you only had one piece of fish. I
0: took one piece off, yeah. and Stephen looked at me like I was crazy. It was just a little <laughs> thick for me, but
1: so for those of you listening, uh, this is the Tiffany Crewman show, and the wonderful voice you just heard is Tiffany. We've just had our lunch, and we are just about to start our show here today. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tiffany, we've. Uh, we got something a little unique and special. We did this right at the beginning of the year in January, and we did a uh, show prep meeting that we let everybody in. And so today what we're doing is, I guess, kind of a show update, uh, maybe a little bit of a... I guess it's a chat. It's a chat. Yeah, yeah. I'm more talking to you. We're not talking to a guest today. We're going to talk to each other and we're going to deal with one specific business lesson today. Um, And I want to give a disclaimer right up front and I want to tell the viewers something. A lot of times you'll hear people say, oh, we're going to let you behind the scenes. Oh, we're going to let you in on a show prep meeting. We didn't do a ton of talking. Um, We really didn't specifically and on purpose did not do a lot of discussion about this, right? Right,
0: right. Because I overthink it. If I talk about it ahead of time, I'll Stumble Whereas I words.
1: underthink it, so that's yeah. why we make a good team. <laughs> and when we talk about bullet points, there's I've got a, a piece of paper, and I wish we were on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. I have like three mm-hmm. things written on it. That's it, and they're only words. So we have a very, very rough outline. And really, what we're inviting you to do as the listeners, because after all, we are a community of listeners, learners, and launchers mm-hmm. here at the Tiffany Crewman Show, and we want to invite you to come in and listen in on our conversation as. As we just kind of talk about a, a couple of specific business topics, and we're just gonna see where the conversation goes. Yes. A lot of it is gonna be you, Tiffany, because you uh, uh, are a launcher of products and, and Ava the elephant, mm-hmm. but you're allowing me to be a part of this too. Who knows? I might even have two cents to add to the conversation. All right. More I'm than excited. just questions. So um, we've had Speaking our big. Baby-
0: of Ava the elephant, I yes. have her with me today. I've got Ava's some here. big news for Ava. So, yeah,
1: oh, well, are, now is that your tease and you're gonna give it at yeah, the end of the yeah, show or another show or? All right, we'll 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 talk specifically about Ava later, correct?
0: There she is. <laughs> there you go. Yes.
1: Ava, Ava, has, uh, Ava is here. Ava has spoken. Ava's on the mm-hmm. desk. Um, so apart from Ava, the other thing you wanted to talk about first and foremost is a book that just mm-hmm. came out. Yes. So let me give you the floor and you Absolutely. start talking about it.
0: Okay. So there've been a lot of different people that have shared my story over the years, but one in particular just released a book called No One Ever Drowned in Sweat. And he's referring to sweat equity in your business, sweating when you're trying to get in shape, whatever it might be, you're not going to drown in sweat. So his name is Scott Patinga, and Scott is also a cancer survivor, which we connect on that. Um, But he's got a really inspiring book that he's pulled business owners and cancer survivors and all these people from around the world and put all of their stories into this book to inspire others to push forward. Um, And that has launched, I think it just launched this week. So it's kind of a nice lead in because I have almost drowned in sweat many times. I felt like I did.
1: But you never did. But I
0: didn't. I kept my head above water, and I right. think that's what we're going to talk about today, persevering.
1: Um, so real quick shout-out for that book. I would assume it's on Amazon, probably <laughs> yes. at uh, most every book. Uh, reta- mm-hmm. Check your favorite book retailer. Make sure it's there.
0: His name is spelled P-E-T-I-N-G-A.
1: Scott Patinga, yeah. No One Ever Drowned in Sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Great title. That would cause me to pick it up and yeah. at least check it out. So <laughs> yeah. uh, go ahead and buy it and read it and, and enjoy that. So let's talk about... That concept mm-hmm. of no one ever drowned in sweat and really as it applies to just kind of hardship and we're going to mm-hmm. focus on hardship in business. So you launched Ava the Elephant um, and you started it up and everything was – you were learning everything as you went. Mm-hmm. And at some point and at various points, probably right. more than you can count, yes. there were hardships yeah. along the way. You got knocked down. Mm-hmm. Um, what What are some of the examples of those What and and what were those like? What were those – What were you experiencing as you went through those hardships?
0: Um, I've had more hardships than I I can actually share, probably. Um, Two of the biggest ones, obviously, my cancer diagnosis was the first. Um, It turned my my personal life, my health, everything upside down. Um, And then, of course, the business was in jeopardy because I was the one running it. So obviously, that was one of my biggest struggles. But believe it or not, I had a bigger one about a year and a half, two years ago in business. And I think it was because... I knew cancer could come and go and I could fight cancer, but this particular instance was where I really started doubting everyone. Um, I had a phenomenal investor for many years in Barbara and she's been nothing but good to me, but she almost set the bar too high (laughs) when I worked with her for all those years and everything was so good. I kind of almost, I trusted people too easily because she and I hit it off so quickly in the beginning and it stayed that way throughout. I almost assumed I could do that with others and, um, Let's just say I almost got into business. I got very close to doing a business deal with someone who was not honest. and um, it broke me because this person was out after that to to take me down and to basically take my company. and I couldn't um, I couldn't find a way out of it. I spent a, a very low period in my business that most people never knew about. They may have seen me kind of take a lull on social media and the company just sat, Um, but that was because I was basically giving
1: up. So this, uh, so sometimes our lowest points and hardships come from, uh, bad relationships. Yes. Looking back, Mm -hmm. what could you have done differently? And hindsight's 2020. So I don't want you to say hindsight, but what were the flags? What were the red flags Mm. that you should have been paying attention to? And not just in that one particular one, but there were probably others that didn't almost cost you the business, but cost you time wasting or cost you mistakes that, man, if I had just, what are some of those, uh, what are some of those red flags that you should have, you look back now and go, Mm -hmm. okay, that's what I got to learn from?
0: Well, my gut many, many times told me no on this one. So I think the biggest red flag was my gut telling me this was not a good idea. So
1: listen to your intuition. Yes.
0: But at the same time, with that said, there's, there's so many people that can have you believing that they are something they're not. And I had never really encountered that in this way in my life. And so I was very naive. I you know, I thought almost I was talking myself out of a business deal or I was doubting myself where as my gut was exactly right. It was not the place for me.
1: Was it a was it a matter of you were kind of taking the, someone at their word yes. of what they were saying and right. didn't quite vet them?
0: So basically, you know, I had I'd worked for you know, five years I had poured everything into my company. Everything I I had done a bunch of sweat equity in my company, so I wasn't making a salary, but I was building a brand that was you know one day going to sell for a pretty penny, hopefully, and it would all come back to me. And so that was kind of my mentality throughout the whole thing. This person I thought, or this company and this person I thought could um, really propel my company to the next level. And so instead of staying where I was and continuing, you know, to do that, it was almost like, okay, I'm ready. I I, I jumped too fast.
1: And did you, did you take that jump because you thought it's going to exponentially increase my business?
0: Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah.
1: Was, was, uh, was it a case of it sounding too good to be true? If it's too good to be true, it, it just might be, which is funny because your story Mm-hmm. Starts with, At, with it's almost too, too good, good to be true. Yeah, tr- right.
0: so of course I'm trusting it. In and
1: that. it's and it's funny your your great relationship with Barbara. Barbara was vetted by the by mm-hmm. the uh, network, right? right. And right. So <laughs> you didn't have to vet Barbara because yeah. hey, she's on this show and she's behind this, and so clearly right. she wants to make this work. So there was a little bit of uh, kind of so so to avoid some of the hardships. There are times to jump and leap and there are times Mm -hmm. to slow down and do your homework.
0: Yeah. Well, and this isn't, you know, this isn't to bash people because you're going to meet these kind of people in life. You're just going to have to get past it. But this is to tell you that people look in on my life and they think it's so easy that I get, I get emails. I get actually, I get hateful emails sometimes of people saying, how could you not help me? I started, I'm starting in the same place you were. Can't you call me back? Can't you invest in my company? And they don't understand that they're, for every one of the victories they're seeing for me, I've had 10 failures and I've had 10 heartaches, at least, maybe more, most of them. And so it's very important that they know that I went through a period where I was ready to throw in the towel and give away my entire company to this, this person just because I didn't want to be broken anymore, you know, by this journey.
1: And and also, people need to realize that sweat equity is a real thing, and yes. what sweat equity means is there's not a lot of money. That's right. Laying, you're not rolling in money, right. you know. It, it's it's the sweat equity. You are building a brand. Yes. That's the value. And we and should it's probably explain value. what
0: that is. Some people are listening and they go, go what it. is sweat equity? Yeah, yeah. It's you putting in the work. Well, Barbara and I are the perfect example. She came in, she invested in my company. Yes, she was a great mentor. She became a friend, but more importantly, she was an investor. So, she looked at every investment and weighed the options. And she put money into the company as she saw fit. And I did all of the work. You know, I had to be here running the company and building the company and managing the every day of the company because that was my investment in the company.
1: And and that is, and when it comes to Ava, that was mm-hmm. creating the product and getting the product to market and dealing getting with every single vendor. And, yep. Okay. So, um, so let's, let's go back to one of the hard places. Um, kind of you're in, you're in the midst of hardship. How do you get out of that hardship? Mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. and intellectually, how do you how do you take this the right step in the right, right direction? What were some of the things that that helped you at the lowest points?
0: Um, I think it's a little bit of everything. Some days I did nothing. You know, I mean, I really did. For me, it took taking a break from everything and almost stopping.
1: So, just, any any entrepreneur listening, there are days mm-hmm. that the best thing well, you could months. do. Yeah. To, is to put it down.
0: Yes and, I, and, that's, and that's what I had to do down. with this. Yeah. I, I, there was definitely a period where I just had I stopped everything because I had to get a clear head on where I was going with this product. Mm. But then after that, you know, you hit a point where, and I feel like God sends little angels into your life. I really do. I've had so many people along the years that have come into my life and uh, quite a few came into my life right around that time period where I was ready to throw in the towel. They were truly trustworthy and they were people who are still in my life now. And they literally took me from... I'm done to oh my gosh I had no idea that this could happen with my business or this could happen with my personal brand a radio show a, you know just all of the different things that I'm doing now different brand representation it just blows my mind
1: so the some of the red flag one of the red flags was kind of your intuition of this this is not the right deal mm-hmm. by the same token your intuition was This might be someone I can trust. And as you gave them some trust, they earned it, kept earning it, went Mm -hmm. above and beyond the call of duty. And now you realize, wow, there are blessings as well. Yes. So so if you're in your lowest point, Mm -hmm. look for that blessing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the blessing is I, I put something down and I focus that there's other things in life than my business.
0: That, hey you know what? I want to stop there because Good. I think that was another big one for me. And Barbara told me, she kept telling me, you are not this product. Yes, everybody loves Ava. Yes, it started on Shark Tank and they know you, but this is not your everything. You know, Ava could go away tomorrow and you're still going to be you and people are still going to love you. Go go with that and start being, you know, creative again and and branching out. And that, sure enough, when I did that, it was like Ava took care of herself.
1: And it wasn't just g- being creative and branching out in business. Yeah. There was also just kind of being a mother yeah, again and, right, and, and right. wife and all those kind of things. So, so again, finding the blessings mm-hmm. and sometimes those blessings, the only bless, there are no blessings in the business. It's only outside the mm-hmm. business, uh, that we have to find our blessings. Okay. What
0: I, what I also found during that time and when all of that kind of hit the fan, I, um, had a great clarity about where I wanted Ava to go in the future. So whereas I thought I wanted one thing, you know, six months before that, it completely changed. And where I knew I wanted Ava to go was to be licensed by a different company. I wanted to take the part that I hated of the business, the the day in and the day out that kind of wore me down and the just the parts that I didn't enjoy in business. And I wanted to get back to working with kids, you know, volunteering with them, whatever it was, because my a little bit of my time would be freed up if I licensed. And more importantly, I wanted to see her go on as part of a bigger brand that I could align with, one that I could really be proud of. One that I knew she'd be in a good home. Do you know what I mean? It's like my yep. third baby. Yep. So
1: And that realization came?
0: Only after pain. Okay. And I could have, what's funny is if I'd stuck around in the other period, I would have taken this company in a whole different direction. when I look back, it would have killed me.
1: And and not only did it come out of pain, but can you clarify for me that it came when you were away from the business, when you had stepped back so that you could stop, slow Mm -hmm. down. Okay. So one of the, and we, when, back in January we did this, we kind of told everybody that uh, this show was going to all be about listening, Mm -hmm. learning, and launching. So you stopped in the business and you stepped away and you listened. Mm -hmm. You listened to yourself. You listened to God. You listened also to the wise counsel of others. Yes. Uh, not to get too spiritual or scriptural, but in, in there is wisdom in many counselors. Yes. It says in Proverbs,
0: and I finally found some good ones in my life. I mean, of course, I have my my parents have always been um, great guidance for me. and I've had a couple other people, but it was funny because these people, <clears throat> numerous actually men, which I found to be kind of odd. I mean, I've had. I'm not going to laugh at that. No, or but get I've, I've had great. That. I've had great <laughs> strong women in my life, and I've met so many great strong business women. But right. it wasn't until this period, literally, that I had three or four different men that I trust with everything. Now they're like family mm. to me. Um, all come into my life at the same time for different reasons in different places, and they've done more for my business and for my journey than pretty much anybody ever has in, in seven years. Did um. I never wanted a thing,
1: and and I want to circle back around real quick. One last thing, and I, I might be tacking it on, and you can tell me I'm wrong. But when when you were kind of go back to the hardship, and your gut was telling you, mm-hmm. and there were some red flags of just kind of some of your intuition. Was there any other outside voices of people going? Eh, I'm not so sure about this, or 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 were you so involved in the day to day operations that you maybe weren't listening? To some of the voices you needed to be listening to. Yeah, I
0: don't really know. I was okay. so lost during that time. I was. <laughs> I look back and I realize I it's was just. Fault. I was spinning my wheels. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Okay. I, it, what happened was, and this is with every product, you can get to a certain point with a product, it can be successful, like Ava was, but you just can't stay there. You can't just stay at you know I'm in this amount of stores, I'm selling this amount of units. It doesn't work that way in our world, in the retail world. So, there, it was time to
1: you either have take a to leap. keep growing yeah,
0: another leap. Exactly. Okay. I had to basically launch other products with Ava and create a full line of products to, to try to take up some space on the shelf and, and grow a brand, excuse me, like when you see these other big brands that have multiple lines, you know, or I had to bow out because you can't just, you, you'll notice when you go to the store, you see 15,000 Gerber cups on that right. shelf. You know, <laughs> you, you don't see, you know, 10 different little small brands. Right. You never see that for a reason. So.
1: Hmm. so, and now what's interesting about that, we need to make it a little note in our show journal, uh, because I don't, you you always talk about, you know, products and, you know, launching and, entrep- and, uh, and inventors and, and things like that. So in products, you have to keep growing, but it is funny. I think some business owners would would probably argue that there is in some lines of work there's That's a spot true. of getting to a place. I got a good book of business. I got yeah, a yeah. I shouldn't group of say I shouldn't
0: do like no, a widespread for that because it could some products could stay there. Well, you
1: I guess. can. It's your it's your pro- not my type. But and and I guess the way to say it is where you were at that mm-hmm. time when you were spinning your wheels. Yep. You knew mm-hmm. I've got to do something. Yes. And so you had this one idea. You went down a dark path. It didn't work out, and then. And when you stepped away from the business, you went down the licensing. So talk a little bit about what changed and what you did in kind of going down this licensing path that kept uh, kept um, confirming that decision for yeah. you that it was the right decision.
0: Well, the first thing that confirmed it was it freed up. I stopped selling Ava on my behalf. I mean, I had retailers still selling through the original version, but I stopped selling. And so that took obviously the time off of my... And
1: you ahead. had been selling almost all online or... Well, I'd were? been
0: selling to retailers and okay. it, I knew that I was either going to go back into those same retailers with the new version that oh. I wanted to design, redesign, or uh, so I'd had to sell out no matter what of okay. what I had. Okay. And so they were either going to get the new version from me or they were going to get it from a licensed company. Okay. And so licensing a product is not always a fast product or fa- fast process. And so... I spoke with multiple large companies and went pretty far with multiple large companies before realizing that they either weren't the right fit or the deal wasn't right. Um, And that was probably, gosh, a year and a half now I've been doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to say I think I've found one that is my perfect home for Ava. Um, That's the big news. That's that's really the big news. That's kind of the end game for a a person that launches a product is they want to have it. They want to see their baby go on as part of a brand they can be proud of and... Have input into how it's going to be redesigned, how it's going to look, and I have all of this with this brand, so I'm very, very excited about that.
1: Now, what's the uh, so quick little?
0: I'm not going to tell yet because right, we're. Oh, right. okay. Go ahead. What
1: do you know when the when the big announcement will be soon? When, okay, I think
0: in the next maybe couple weeks or months. I wow. mean, we're, yeah. Well, and it's been you know a long, like I said, a long time coming. So I kind of knew when I found this company what I already needed from that partnership. If
1: only there were a media outlet uh, yeah. that could help you <laughs> provide the news. Yeah. Maybe your own show.
0: Who knows? I might be back on Shark Tank telling about well, it. You never nice.
1: know. Be, well, but at some point, I yeah, know we're going to we'll hear about it share here. on the Tiffany Crewman Show here on Business Radio X. So just as a quick reminder, you are listening uh, to Tiffany Crewman's. This is the Tiffany Crewman Show. I'm Stephen Julie, and we are broadcasting from inside the Subaru Gwinnett Studios, inside the beautiful Sonesta Hotel in Duluth. And our lunch today was delivered by uh, choices to you.com from baby Al Chicago dog uh, located on Indian Trail in Lilburn, Georgia. And while you've given some of your long answers, I've mm-hmm. taken a couple of bites of my sandwich. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, so, uh, so, and let me just kind of go back to one other thing. We're talking about hardships and we're talking about getting through those hardships as a business owner. You know, how do you do it? Also, maybe even avoiding. And, uh, you know, I think your advice of, listen to yourself, listen to mm-hmm. your soul, listen to, you know, especially if your intuition has been proven right. Mm-hmm. Um, some people might go, my <laughs> <That's> intuition <true. laughs> always steers me wrong. Um, listen to someone else, um, if that's the exactly. case. Exactly. <laughs> so they, listen to the wise voices in your life, the wise counselors. Mm-hmm. And I I just want to, I just want to ask you to focus a little bit on your community. you talked about these people that kind of came into your mm-hmm. life and kind of helped pull you out of this this bad place. You work at a co-working Yes. Location. Yes. How important has that community been oh for you? Oh, my god! And you've been there...
0: I've been there for maybe eight months,
1: Okay, something like that. So yeah. h- how has that How has that community helped you?
0: It's been amazing. I mean, I think the biggest part for me, that's, well, two things. Getting out of the house, like we talked about with past guests. You mm-hmm. can't stay in, as an entrepreneur, especially with my type of business. You could stay in your house all day. You could fill out orders from home. You can work with your factory or your warehouse from home. So it was good for me to be able to get back out after that that really low place and see other people. Um, The one that I'm at is Cornerstone Coworking in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And not only is it a beautiful location that inspires me when I walk in, uh, it's got a lot of great people that work there. They're all doers and they're excited about what they're doing. And uh, not only do the people that own it uh, inspire me every day, and they are the people I was referring to when I said lifted me up. These are some of the men that really lifted me up Um, but the ones that come in, you know, the members that are like me, um, they all have inspiring jobs and are really going after it. So it's good to be around that. It's kind of a good energy.
1: Has some of that been kind of a realization of your personality type that you work better in a group? Um, I'm wondering if some people listening might go, I'm, I'm, I work better by myself. It's
0: funny you say that. I was just, I was driving here today thinking, I don't know what I am. You know, when they (laughs) say, uh, like personality wise, I used people would have always called me outgoing. And now I feel like the older I get, Maybe I'm going into my shell more. I don't know what it is, but I can't really describe. Sometimes I want to be around a bunch of people. Sometimes I don't want to see anybody.
1: And so some of that, you know, that I guess our workspace is starting to evolve to that. Hey, I can go to the co-working spot or I can stay in my house, yeah. And well, and the co-working spot
0: can be great because you can meet with business people there, but you can have your own closed-off private offices. So you're sure. not sitting, you know, in a big kumbaya with the other business owners. I,
1: and I wonder, I, you know, going back to your idea of, are am I getting more introverted? I thought I was always an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I, I think some of that comes back to that intuition and some of the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, if we get wounded. That's right. We're going to be, we're going to tend to not just, hey, you're my new best friend. Yes, yes. You know, when I was 10, everybody I met was my new best friend. (laughs) But now I'm like, "Eh, I'm not so sure. Uh So uh, I think some of that comes with with life experience.
0: Oh, it's funny you say that. Actually, leading into this licensing deal, I've been really reserved about connecting with other mom inventors only because of how this other relationship started you know i'm a little i just kind of stay closed off there's a couple that i'll let in and then i get really close to them and end up loving them and i realize i can't do this with everybody kind of like when you i don't want to say a stray dog cuz that sounds horrible but it's <laughs> the same thing you know like you fall in love and you can't go away right i know once i open that door i'm not going to close it so This lady uh, who actually introduced me to this, she is a phenomenal woman here in the Tequila area, and she had been trying to reach out to me for quite some time and connect. And I kept, you know, I had things going on or, you know, I'm sorry, maybe we can meet some other time. And when I finally gave in to meeting up with her, she was the one who made the connection to the company I am now licensing to. So it was as if once I started to open up my heart again and say, okay, I can get back out there. Um, it led to you exactly know, where I needed to be. Uh,
1: you know, I might be speaking out of turn, but I, I, I think one of the lessons here it, it might be just kind of know who you are. Know yeah. yourself a little bit. You were saying that you, I know how I am when I, uh, you know, I don't want to let people in. But when I do, boy, I'm get, just yeah, going to pour it. all in. Um, so it it reminds me um, in, in my past life, uh, I I worked in different locations and I grew up here in the southeast. and But my family's all from up north. And one of the things I remember growing up is that, you know, you you hear about Southern hospitality yeah. and Southern hospitality at its core is basically, as soon as you meet somebody, you will treat them like their family. You'll go out of your way. Right. You'll do anything for yeah. them. So I lived for four years, my wife and my family and I lived in uh, Bozeman, Montana. Okay. And when I moved to Montana, it was really funny. I had a great conversation <laughs> with somebody early on and they talked about Southern hospitality and they said... There's a difference between Southern hospitality and uh, Rocky Mountain hospitality. Yeah, said so Southern hospitality. He goes, because this is my opinion. He goes, but Southern hospitality—they'll be your friend. They think you're great. He goes, but you might never hear from them. Yes my wife and I commented that, and at that time we were working in church ministry. And when mm-hmm. you go to a new church on staff, mm-hmm. everybody yeah. just, oh, you got to come over for dinner. You got to come over for dinner. And then when you leave the church, they're all like, we got to have you over one mm-hmm. more time. And they do nothing in between. Mm-hmm. That's Southern mm-hmm. hospitality. Yeah. Whereas it, up in the Rocky Mountain hospitality, it's, I'm going to keep you at arm's length. Yes, But when I let you in, you're my friend for life yes. and I will do anything for and you that, forever. Just
0: to, that's exactly where I finally got to.
1: Yep. And And it's a good place. And it's knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. So if, and Southern hospitality isn't wrong. Right, it's just a different. And I still have style. some of
0: that, but I, I'm very, I'm a lot more guarded. And so when it good. comes
1: to business, you've become more of. I uh, probably at the beginning, what got you into trouble was yep. a little bit of that sounds great and that sounds yes. wonderful because after all, I went on this <laughs> show and got an investor, and so come on, let's well, all. Well, and for that to go
0: so well the first time, right. I was definitely very jaded. You know, I think most people would be the opposite. They've right. had dealt with horrible investors <laughs> or horrible situation where I had like a dream scenario, and right. then I thought everything was going to be that great from there on out.
1: And so out of the pain, you have learned uh just how to be a better business person, yeah. but also how to be a, a better a stronger in community. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and better in community and and who are you going to be able to help? Who are you going to be able to pick up when they're in their lowest point or help them avoid an even lower point by giving some advice and, and finding the, or, you know, who knows, someone listening to this might. So so the advice is kind of know who you are. Yeah. Uh, always be willing to to learn to get better at mm-hmm. who you are and, and be better in business.
0: I hate uh, to come back to this because it was, we talked about it 20 minutes ago, but when you brought up the whole, you know, letting it sit and the way that I had to let Ava sit, I can think literally at the top of my head right now of different entrepreneurs who have reached out to me on social media. And I can think of them by name and face right now, who I'm not going to call them out, obviously, but they're They need, they very much need that. Like, I I can see so many of them, and and I hate to tell them that because I feel like a lot of them are doing what you know you're supposed to do, which is beat it into the ground, work, 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 and you're going to make this happen. And that's true. There's a time and a place for that. But there are some who have done that and and can't see, you know,
1: right? Can't see the forest through the trees. I can only see the day ahead of me yes. besides, you know, it's grind it out, grind it out, grind it out. And that's no life
0: to live. I mean, it's no product is worth that.
1: And there is a time to do that. There right. is a time to put your head mm-hmm. down and go to work yep. and just grind it out. There's also, you have to also have the wisdom or listen to the wisdom of others of when it's time to put yes. it down and step back. Yes, um, I, That's fantastic. It's okay to go back to it because I think mm-hmm. that is fantastic advice. So, so well, i
0: feeling like it's not going to go away. You know, like a lot of these people, yes, if I'm in a retailer like I was, I do have to keep going with it because that retailer is expecting that relationship to go on. So I have to set up something with them or be ready for that. Whereas these people who are just starting out or maybe launching online, you can take your time. Right. Or you can take a break and nobody, don't feel like the world's going to come at you and go, well, where's your thing? You know, where's your product?
1: And, and, go, and so I'm going to circle back now. So I hate to do this, but I think 20 minutes ago, you talked about um, Barbara kind of saying, hey, this doesn't define you. Yeah. So let me ask this in very, very specific, but it's going to kind of go across all different types of spectrums of people starting businesses. I have read multiple times the concept of limited risk. Mm -hmm. So when I'm starting a business, don't put everything into the first launch, right? Right. And it, when it comes to the product, especially online, mm-hmm. isn't it all about you know I'm going to yeah. fail, so let's make sure I can fail twenty times mm-hmm. or more so that I can find the right one and don't and haven't used up all the bullets in my gun.
0: You know, I'd say Barbara and I took very limited risk in the beginning, and I and when I look at this product now sitting in front of me, um, it's proof of that. Can you play it one more time? Yeah, there oh. yeah, we go has a new song now, and it will when we license, by nice. the way, um that my daughter actually recorded. But when I look at this, I see those limited risk. This product was not exactly what I wanted it to be as far as design, which about killed me because I hated going and, and showing it off when I knew that it could be better. But it came down to getting it ready in time for the show, getting it on the market, and and doing it at the right cost. Right. Um, so yeah, we took limited rest and it paid off big time in that way. If I had waited until this was absolutely perfect, I probably never would have launched.
1: And also in the, so, so when you're, when you're not, so you kind of talk, we, we, and you, I've heard you say, take a leap. We we've talked about kind of all in, but even mm-hmm. in those phrases, just make sure that it's not your whole life. That's all in, yes. right? This is It's It's not healthy. It's not everything, Mm -hmm. right? You still have health. You still have family. You still have relationships. You still have faith. You still have. There's so many other things. So the all in is more I'm going to do everything I can to make this work. Yes. But not so much. I'm not going to risk so much that I lose literally everything. And I'm not
0: going to think, more importantly, the all in is not thinking that you're going to be an overnight millionaire. I mean, it's. It's knowing that you're gonna have to work. I'm I'm eight years into this product and I'm now about to license. You're a, eight years. You're a millionaire
1: a in sweat equity. Yes. Right? <laughs> That's and, right. And, which which basically means that it's up to your chin and but you're not drowning yet. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: Um so okay. So so we've talked about community. We've talked about some faith. We I mean there's just a lot of different things. Is there anything we haven't talked about? I mean, I have I've come to my four uh, pieces or no. words I wrote on my piece of paper. I'm trying to think, is there anything else <laughs> no. we need to cut? I mean, I think I think we're We're at a good stopping point. I think think so too. I mean, I think
0: we're just trying to tell everybody don't give up, but do if you should.
1: (laughs) Well, and and here's the I guess. So let me just jump in on something because you you commented that you get so many emails. And Mm -hmm. the reason you are is because people see you on TV, people know your story. Mm -hmm. You have a brand out there. Just because you're not responding, okay, find somebody who does. Yeah. You know, find somebody who will respond. Mm -hmm. Find find those voices in your life because Okay, well, so- and there's
0: a lot of resources you can get without contacting that person directly. And you know what? I've got a piece of advice for that, actually. If you're going to reach out to someone who is some sort of public figure or they're, they're you know for a fact that they're extremely busy because they're involved in multiple things, if you're going to do that, do so with... Um, Intention. It needs to be, here's my questions. Can you help me with this, this, and this? And don't, you know, don't just e- email someone and say, will you invest in my company? Right. First of all, it's probably not going to happen. But y- y- it needs to have intention.
1: Well, and, and pay attention to how you're approaching them. Yeah. Um, you know, find... You got to get past the the gatekeeper, and the gatekeeper is the fact that they get yes. ten thousand emails a day. Right. So how do you get, you know? I, yeah, don't come in it. Hey, you I got have to a invest, new respect
0: I? for that because now I've stepped into nowhere near what Barbara deals with, but just I feel a little piece of what she deals with every day. And so now I know I can't I can't physically respond right. to all these people. So just and, have and, some respect for and that.
1: don't just go to one person again. Right? Find you know you know what? Find find a uh, go to your local score. You know, yeah. go to your local yep. uh, uh, score people who are small uh, SBA.
0: Listen to shows like this where you do yeah. get pieces of advice that can take you through and and help you find launch a local your product.
1: find the local business owner who's got. Mm-hmm. They might mm-hmm. not have a ton of margin, but they might be local and it might be easier to to contact. All right, I'm going to give a piece of advice. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to, I'm going to ask for yes, your permission please, to share one piece. So um, people, you know, people email you and then they get mad that you don't respond to them. I, I you know, I just would like to, and I should with,
0: say that's not many people. Most people are right, awesome, but right. like there's a couple that are like <laughs> not so friendly. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, when it comes to finding those voices in your life and when it mm-hmm. comes to the community that you're a part of, uh, you know, I, I heard a, I heard a great piece of advice when it came to kind of leadership and, and community and. And your, your band of disciples, as it were, mm-hmm. you know, if, if depending on whatever your beliefs are, the reality is in the Bible, it talks about Jesus being here. And Jesus had 12 disciples. Mm-hmm. This was if depending on what you believe, this was literally the son of God, God walking the earth. He only had the resources to pour, pour his life into 12 other people. Yeah. You can't,
0: and we all have twelve people. I mean, come think about it. If your family alone, you have a couple kids, and you have parents. Right? I mean, there,
1: there's like half of it. A, <laughs> that might be eleven. I've only got room for one yeah. <laughs> person. So the idea that you're bringing on, you know, you're you're partnering with, you've got to believe that there's a little bit of just kind That's of right. divine intervention in that, and just that you're making the wisest decision mm-hmm. you can. And also, if you're in one of those relationships, make sure you're reciprocating. If, if someone does. Yeah. Help you, man, find ways to yes. thank them and and and, and I'm glad you brought that ask. up because
0: that's kind of where I'm at now. Um I went through that period where I couldn't talk to anybody. Then all of a sudden I talked to these people I trusted and they poured so much into me that eventually six months later, I was able to do that. I was able to kind of open up a little bit more and go, okay, these are the people I want to help. And I think I've helped some of them tremendously now because I've, like you said, I've dove in all the way, right, right. (laughs) Um, which I'm glad I did because it feels good to be able to give back, you know, but there's definitely going to be times and ebb and flow in your life where you can give back and sometimes you just can't.
1: All right. I got a great way for us to close the show and I got to give props and shout outs To Z and to Trey, because uh, being great show producers, uh, they kind of flagged my attention and wanted to make sure that I brought up again. I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but we're going to really pay off that tease from the beginning. Uh, (laughs) So there was a little bit of tease about Ava. You touched on it, but let me just make sure at the end of the show here... You give all the details yeah. you want to give and okay. can give. And then I think at the end of the the payoff of the tease, there's going to be another tease. Yes. So go ahead.
0: So Ava the Elephant started on Shark Tank as a little clay, you know, five little clay models, started as a fabric prototype at home. Um, I've been pouring into this company for almost eight years. And I am absolutely giddy to tell everybody listening that I'm about 99% with a licensing deal uh, a couple little stages left but i am thrilled to know that it's going to be ava's basically going to be part of a really great brand
1: and so. we're going to give all the details as yes. soon as we have them um so your intuition and your internal uh your internal wise voice is saying so far all, all good. yes
0: yes very for the good. first time and all the deals that i've discussed nice. so yeah. very
1: good so uh we uh we want to thank all of you for listening. Uh, you you've listened in on to our what do we call this
0: uh, our, chat? Our, our, our ch- yeah,
1: our chit chat. Hopefully, you guys learned something uh, because, after all, reminder the Tiffany Kruman show. Can be heard every Friday live at one o'clock at Business dot You can download the podcast from iTunes. Download the show. Tell your friends and and uh, we hope that you enjoyed be and became part of the community of listeners, learners, and launchers uh, at uh, TiffanyCrewmans dot com or or listening to this show and following her on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. And so, Tiffany, I just want to thank you for uh, letting me be a part of this conversation uh, and even letting me put in my two cents (laughs) uh, worth of opinion. Um, So for those of you out there that are listening, that are going through some hardship, uh, this too shall pass. Yes. Uh, Keep your eyes looking forward. Find that uh, voice in your life that's telling you to take the right steps. Uh, For those of you that things are going good, find somebody who's in a hard place and help them out. Offer them a hand. Uh, Listen to their problems and and, uh, be willing to... uh, Help them learn and help them launch where they need to go. So uh for Tiffany, thank you, Stephen. You're very welcome. For Trey and for Z and for Mike, this is Stephen Julian saying we'll see you next week on the Tiffany Crewman show.